0: as hell and i wanna get ill so i go to a place where my homeboys boys Bella's out there trying to make that dollar pulled
1: up in hey everyone welcome back to another episode of the board as hell podcast i'm Adam McDonald with Big Shiny Robot and i am Andy Wilson of Graphic Policy and we are here to talk about Deadpool 2 <clears throat> um, just to preface this you know normally our episodes are are family friendly and fun for all ages but because this is Deadpool, and we know yep. how, how naughty he can be, uh, <clears throat> we're going to do a not safe for work episode. So if you have little ones, right. keep them away from this movie and also this podcast episode because no fucks will be given. So <laughs>
0: right. Do not... Don't take your kids to Deadpool. Come on.
1: Now, that Jeez. what's really funny about this is uh, what I was about to say was, and, and don't worry, there's a lot less sex and naughtiness in this movie, which reminded me of the whole thing that Americans are very puritanical and weird about, like, nudity and sex, but we're fine with violence, whereas in Europe and everywhere else that is civilized, uh, you know, nudity and sex is fine, because guess what? That's probably going to happen to you someday. Capping someone in the head with a gun isn't. Right. So, uh, anyways, though, so yeah, so uh, we're here with Deadpool 2. Uh, It is uh, directed by David Leach, and if we said the name wrong, come on our podcast and tell us how to say it. Uh, Please come on our
0: podcast, David Leach. We love you.
1: And please do, because we we love your previous work, like uh, Atomic Blonde and John Wick. Uh, But Deadpool 2 picks up, I would say, some years after the first one. uh, Deadpool is doing what he does best. He's traveling the world, killing bad guys, and going home to see the love of his life every single day after work. Uh, And then things happen, and this time traveler from the future named Cable, who is played by Josh Brolin, who we just saw as Thanos in Infinity War, it right. comes to the past to kill a young mutant who may or may not one day grow up to become a serial killer. And Deadpool is tasked with trying to stop him and keep the young kid alive. And that's about all we're going to say, because half the fun of this movie, and there's a lot of fun to be had in this movie, uh, is figuring out what's going to happen, where things are going. There's a lot of cool little plot twists, uh, derailments from what we saw in the trailer, and it's a lot of fun, so right. experience it as blind as you can. Obviously, this movie has a ton of marketing behind it. I mean, I just went to 7-Eleven last night and bought a bag of little Deadpool gummy hands because that's hilarious. <laughs>
0: yeah, I went and got a Deadpool Slurpee. It was great. The, I, heard um, I, I heard they're good.
1: Yeah, they, they are good.
0: So oh, it's am sort Slurpees. of monster, uh, fruity something. It just tastes like red sugar. It's um, ridiculous. It's the perfect Deadpool flavor. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, so there's a lot out there. We, we, we've got a great Celine Dion video, which I really hope that it gets nominated for an Academy Award because nothing would please me more than watching Celine Dion perform at the Oscars while Deadpool dances around her in high heels. Uh, right. But it, it's a lot of fun. It's it's not for kids. But uh, Andy, tell us what you thought. Well, let me start
0: with Celine Dion I do not like Celine Dion. I have never liked Celine Dion. Oh, I do. <laughs> but, but this the way that this is used in the movie as a like faux James Bond opening. Oh. It yeah. is one of the funniest, best uh things I have ever seen. And uh I loved that first like 10-15 minutes up through that opening sequence. I thought it was so great. And then I think the movie kind of slows down a little bit as it starts to explain its plot, and it's just not as fun. And it kind of gets gets back to itself, uh, kind of the last like 30, 40 minutes, and that's excellent. And there's a, an amazing after credits scene, and like, but it's kind of kind of plotty in the middle and it's just like I mean well plotty but like joke 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 but they're not really leading anywhere i mean it's it's entertaining they don't do anything badly it's just it 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 peaks really early and then uh it has a shall we say um refractory period before it can get back to oh yeah you know get back to the funnies. Right, <laughs> so that's that's fine. Um, uh, and uh, I I also have to say that uh, the young mutant who uh, Deadpool's trying to save, uh, is he's the kid from Hunt for the Wilder People, uh, which we've talked about before when we talked about Taika Waititi. Yeah, he's
1: and, uh, Julian Dennison.
0: Julian Dennison, and I mean he's essentially the same character from Hunt from Hunt for the Wild Wilder People. Uh, he's just as likely to flip you off as to wave high at you. It's really funny. he's great. They make fun of him a lot. Uh, he makes fun of himself. Uh, but there's also some like telling social commentary in there when he's like, yeah I'm I'm not allowed to be on the X-Men um, and uh, they they go into that a little bit and that's there are moments in this film that I'm just like, wow that's that's deep and poignant in a way that i did not think deadpool would ever be but here we are
1: yeah no the the movie it it definitely takes what the first movie was and kind of builds upon it but we'll we'll nitpick first because i really did love this movie a lot and i laughed Mm -hmm. my fucking ass off like the whole time i i left the screening hurting i was in so much pain from laughing because there are so many hilarious moments it's so on the nose uh, and like you said, it has the best after credit scene I've seen in a movie ever. I mean, this, hands ever. down, takes the cake as far as hilarious. Right. Um, the biggest problems with this movie, just get them out of the way, uh, it is too long, uh, it definitely yeah. feels it's two hours, and yeah, like you're right, it is the second act that really weighs it down. I mean, it, it peaks high, it peaks high hard and fast in the beginning, the ending's amazing, it's a lot of fun, and the middle part kind of plods along and it feels like they could have cut a lot of scenes out also as you mentioned uh you know david leach is known f- for a very specific style of directing uh, and we talked yeah. about this a couple of days ago with like atomic blonde and john wick and the opening you're like oh but damn this is a david leach movie this is 100% how he does his movies and then it kind of morphs into something else uh, which isn't bad but it's not really him so it it feels it kind of,
0: like just another Fox Studios X-Men type big summer blockbuster movie. It doesn't feel like a David Leach movie. And no. I I wanted more David Leach. I got plenty of Deadpool. This movie is straight oh, yeah. up Deadpool. But I was just like, man, they just like didn't let him off his leash. I feel like maybe they kinda were just like, well you know, we know what a Deadpool movie should be, and you you don't need to do, like, funky colors and, you know, over-stylized action. Just make stuff blow up and have people get decapitated in funny ways. You know, that's what a Deadpool movie is. And he does that. And he does that well. So it just... It felt more like David Leach showing up for work rather
1: than, Mm -hmm. like, oh, this was very artistic.
0: So... Yeah, good yeah, no, it, it, it was,
1: you know, as, as much as, like, you know, especially Atomic, especially with Atomic Blonde, how uh, he used color and, you know, right. different ways of shooting scenes to make you feel like you were in East Berlin or West Berlin. Uh, mm-hmm. he, he's a more talented director than he is in this movie. But again, that sucks that this movie's bad cause we liked it a lot. Uh, right. But by the complaint, <clears throat> I have two more and then I'll, I'll start raving because I did fucking love this movie. Uh right. Sometimes it's a bit too on the nose, like the, the whole conceit with Deadpool is that he knows he's a comic book character and so he breaks the fourth wall and talks to the audience and that happens a lot in this movie, but to a point where it's almost like, yeah, we get it, let's let's get to the next thing and that's kind of why the middle part drags so much. It really reminded me of Jurassic World when it kept on doing nods back to Jurassic Park where it was like winking at you, you're like, in the, the first couple of times like, oh cool, I guess this is Jurassic Park and then you're like 40 times in, you're like, really? Um, and the, the and the last big thing, which for me was a huge thing, I'm still pissed about the fact that as little as a role as he had and how inconsequential he was to the story, they kept TJ Miller in the movie because, yeah. because he is a horrible person and he said horrible things and there's the whole like you know separate the art from the artist. Uh, I'm sorry, like he what he has done, I can't separate. I mean, it's the same thing like Roman Polanski. Like I love his films, I think he's amazing. I won't watch any more of them. and I won't buy them because he's a rapist and TJ Miller is a sexual predator and he's tried to actually hurt friends of mine. Like he actually tried to roofie a friend of mine at a bar. So for people who are saying like, oh, well, innocent until proven guilty, like, no, this happened to someone I know. So don't, don't pull that shit with me. Uh, And as funny as he is and as great as he was in the first one and, and his scenes in this movie are funny as well. Every time he came on screen, my, my skin scrolled and I was like, "No, well, you." And not you, only, only that, that,
0: he not only that he didn't like add anything new. I mean, they recycled jokes mm-hmm. from the first one, where oh, it's like, "Oh, yeah. now they're gonna riff about how Deadpool's face looks like, you know, uh, an avocado or whatever." And it's like, "Okay, we did this. It's like, why? Why do we need to do this again?" It's like, "Oh, let's. Hey, let's do the forty-year-old virgin too." And now he's the 50-year-old virgin, and we're going to have another scene with Paul Rudd and Seth Rogen doing, you know how I know you're gay. Yeah, exactly. Like, no, why Why would you do that? You did that already in the first movie. Yeah, Stupid, it wasn't necessarily so. but yeah. and, and there was nothing he did in this movie that couldn't have been done by someone else. So, yeah, like, I, I mean, uh, I don't want to say, oh, you know uh, – Deadpool needs to be politically correct and, oh, God, and so man. on and so forth. No, absolutely not. But it just... It, it did take me out of the movie for a moment. You're absolutely right about that.
1: So. Yeah. And if anyone knows me, I'm like the least politically correct person in the world. Like, I have a, a group chat with my best friends where we share the most horrible fucked up memes. That is probably right. why I'm going to hell. Aside from being gay. Cause that's that's like automatic get to hell. Uh, but it's just when... When there's something like that, that's so glaring and obvious, you you gotta you gotta dip it in the bud. Like that shouldn't have been there. And again, he his role had no purpose in the movie, so I don't see why I was there. Right. But anyways, yeah. let's talk about what I love. Well, actually, do you have any more complaints so we can get over that?
0: <laughs> uh, no, I think that's that's pretty much it. But okay. what we loved. Oh, there's oh, a lot loved of love so in this.
1: so much. I mean, it, it's hilarious. Uh, in some ways, it's almost funnier than the first one, which is kind of hard because the first one really was lightning in the bottle. I mean, we had our mm-hmm. first like, R rated comedy Marvel movie, right. and it was a labor of love with Ryan Reynolds and everyone involved because he's been wanting to do this since forever. Uh, but it's so funny. It, it's violent, it's over the top. Oh, and the best thing is, we actually get our first on screen queer character in a right superhero movie uh Megasonic Change Warhead Me- Megasonic Change Warhead has a girlfriend and they're holding hands they're kissing they're being very out and open about it and as much as people have kind of derided the first film for not showing that Deadpool is pansexual well, we got queer characters uh his pansexuality is alluded to <clears throat> one of the best lines of the movie comes at the end <laughs> don't fuck Cyclops. <laughs> right. And, <clears throat> so. and there, yeah. And that was great. And it's,
0: and what was so great about it is it just wasn't a big deal, which is like kind of how it should oh, be. Oh no. It was just like, it's Hey,
1: like, it's my girlfriend. It's like, yeah.
0: And, and then Deadpool, every time she shows up with her girlfriend, is like, Hey, Yukio. Hey, Deadpool. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> you know, it was, oh, yeah. it was just cute. It was kind of fun. and, I, I really liked that. I thought that was really refreshing. And at the same time, um, I, I don't know if, if this... I don't know quite how to put this, but then, like, two minutes later, they're making a joke about, like, uh, I can't hear you with that dick in your mouth or something yeah. joke. And it's like, you know, it's like, okay, the movie is obviously not homophobic, but it it certainly isn't like, but it's, it's not politically correct either. So it's like they broke through this whole barrier, but if you want to, uh, if you want to poke at this, there are places to poke at it. We're not saying, Oh my gosh, this is the greatest representation ever, but it is the first one ever. And we've got to point that out. Like, uh, and, and, like the fact that it took this long, I mean, we talked about this a few weeks ago with Love Simon. Like, why did it take this long? Why did it take this long for there to be a, a superhero who's queer on, you know, in any yeah. of these movies? So, yeah, that's it's it's good, but it's also frustrating at the same time.
1: Well, but, it's, it's funny when you, when you, said the whole dick in your mouth thing was it reminds me of uh, when Sophia Vergara was doing mean tweets on Jim, Jimmy Kimmel mm-hmm. and someone, uh, tweeted like sofia vergara sounds like she has a dick in her mouth and her response was what's wrong with having a dick in your mouth right (laughs) It's like you know you know it's funny because people say that the the term cocksucker is homophobic which honestly i don't i don't see it that way but to each their own but at the same time uh who doesn't love cocksuckers i love having my cocksucked i don't know about you but (laughs) it's a wonderful thing so i don't understand why people would use that as a as an insult in a sense but uh Right.
0: And I mean, it's, it's all about the intention. And of course, you know, the banter between, uh, between Deadpool and his, his black roommate who is blind. Like if you saw the first movie, you, you know what that's all about. And, uh, it's, you know, it, it's fine. I guess. I mean, you knew what this was when, when you went into this movie, it's a Deadpool movie. So yeah it's it's not going to be politically correct and uh that's okay
1: yeah it's it's a ton of fun i laughed my ass off uh so just everyone knows there is a mid credit scene there may or may not be an after credit scene because i know with the first one uh they didn't show it to the press but when it came out in theaters they did have an extra scene so i would say stay till the end just in case i mean from what we saw there's nothing there but I, oh, that mid credit scene—did you did you hear about this? Uh, the part they cut out of that. No, I did not know they cut out a part of they the mid credit. Cut scene. out a part. Okay, so just so everyone listening, this is a spoiler, so skip ahead about a minute if you don't want to hear this because it's not a huge spoiler, but it's kind of a spoiler. So, uh, with the whole time travel thing, they had a scene where Deadpool went back and killed Baby Hitler no way yeah. that's great but they cut that out because they're like ah we can't only have Deadpool killing a baby but that was actually the one they actually I guess they shot it but it wasn't put in the final scene so I'll say they shot it <laughs> I, think <laughs> that's he actually, great. I think he strangled him I can't remember for sure but uh but anyways yeah so this 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 is everything you want in a sequel it's funny it's charming it's heartwarming like uh eddie cried at parts of it my husband like he and i I got emotional a couple parts i mean there's a lot Mm -hmm. there's a lot going for it i mean there's some small things that don't add up or i wish weren't there but in the end this is a movie i can't wait to go see again and so i got out and the the reps are like uh so what are your thoughts and my my response was holy shit (laughs) balls (laughs) right which means a lot of you've seen this movie because that there's that scene Oh my god, I, I didn't know what was going on at first, then when I finally caught on, I laughed my ass off. It was hilarious. Right.
0: Listen, listen to the score as it's playing in this movie because you will pick up on certain things. It's it's great. Yeah. I just I think they did this so absolutely wonderfully. And uh I I guess the big question and the thing that people keep asking me is, Well, is it better than the first one? And I'm like, I don't know. Like Um, maybe like I, I have a really hard time saying that I might, my first thing is to just say, yeah, no, it's not quite, not quite as good because the first one just was all killer, no filler. It never really dragged or anything. Um, but the second one felt a little bit more meaningful and, Mm -hmm. uh, took me to some places that I wasn't expecting. So on balance, I don't know. I don't know which one's better, but of the movies that feature Deadpool, it is definitely in the top 2. <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> yeah, it's uh, I really don't want to compare the two because they're both such wonderful films and as I said before, the first one we had the novelty of seeing this R-rated Marvel movie comedy action film that we'd never had before and I can right. I mean I can still go back and watch that movie a million times over. And, uh, actually I, I got a cease and desist letter from the studios because I was one of the first ones to, uh, leak the footage before it came out. Uh, Oh no. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I, I wear that as a badge of honor. I got two of them that one for that and one for uh ninja turtles. Cause I leaked, uh, images from the set as much as they're the same character. They're such different movies and there's different emotional impacts and story arcs with the two of them that I love them both. And I, I I'm not, I'm not going to play the game of trying to say which one's better because they're both hilarious. They're both funny. Yes, this one does have more problems than the first one did, mm-hmm. but I don't think I liked it any less. I mean, I, I know I gave the first one like a 10, and then this one's not I'm, not... I'm not a 10 on this one because of the problems I already mentioned, but I had a, I had a blast, and it accomplishes everything it tried to do, and people who love the first one or just love Deadpool in general are going to have a huge blast for this movie, and I can't wait to go and actually spend money to go see it again. So, Yep, uh, same here, and...
0: I'm in the unwelcome position of trying to figure out: Hmm, do I go see Deadpool two again, or do I go see Infinity War again? I've seen Infinity War three So,
1: <laughs> yeah, what a great problem to have, right? So, oh, what's so funny is you and I like you know we wrote our review separately, and I went and read yours. It mm-hmm. was like the exact same line. I didn't mind that this is a great <laughs> palate cleanser from all the feels we had from Infinity War. Like it was almost like word for word that same quote and. Uh, <laughs> Cause yeah, because Infinity War, like, it, we're not going to spoil it because again, I, I'm just in case no one's seen it yet. But right, the end of that movie was a fucking gut punch, and I'm still kind of right. getting over things. But this was just great because it let me know that all is still well in the Marvel Universe. Maybe not the MCU, but the Marvel Universe. And Deadpool's the one who can make me laugh. So
0: right, and if there if there is going to be this this Fox Disney merger then it makes me look forward to having Deadpool in more post-credit sequences because that's where he obviously works the best. And uh, I, I I can't imagine anything
1: better than that. Oh, did you see uh, that Fox re-released all the X-Men movies and put Deadpool on the cover? Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, uh, our friend Jimmy took a picture at Walmart yesterday and posted it, and I just lost my shit laughing my ass off. Right. All of the all of the
0: outer sleeves have yeah. Deadpool. That's just so perfect. Oh, and one more thing: we haven't even mentioned the one of the supporting characters from X Force, Domino. Oh and my god, Zazie Beats, who is on Atlanta, and she's great. And uh, she does such a great job with this. And they do this great thing throughout the movie where Deadpool's like, "Oh, what's your superpower? Oh, I'm lucky." that doesn't make any sense. That's not a real superpower. You're <laughs> in <Sometimes> anyway. <laughs> yeah. And and then the whole movie, you see like how she does these incredibly lucky things that just get timed exactly right. And you're like, Oh, that is a huge superpower, uh, which is great because um, growing up X-Men was my comic book. That's, that's what, that's how I got into comics and when I first got into comics, the main X-Men team included Longshot, mm-hmm. whose power is also he is incredibly lucky. And um, and I always was like, that is a great superpower. And, uh, you know, and here it is working in a movie. And, you know, as much as I complained about Leech not you know, putting a lot of visual panache on it, there are some of those sequences where I'm like, that's really good. Like that, that actually took someone who really knows what they're doing, filming an action sequence to make that, make that really work. Oh and yeah. Can, yeah.
1: No. And, and, and Domino's, pretty... Domino's Bay. She's amazing. So <laughs>
0: yeah. Domino's great. So, so uh,
1: anyways, yeah. So I final scores, I'm at an 8.5. I love this movie. There are a couple things that detract from the experience. Um, but again, I'm not going to sit there and say it's better or worse than the first one because they're both a ton of fun. They're amazing. And you get a Deadpool movie, you get what you're looking for. And I just, I can't wait to see it again. Right. Uh, I'm at
0: an eight. um, Just, just below that. I think it's great. It's got some problems, but man, it really works as a nice chaser to, uh, to infinity war. And I think it's a, a movie that we need right now. So go check it out. Go, go have fun with it.
1: Yeah. Anyway. So next week we have, um, it's a small little indie film. I'm not sure if you've heard of it. Yeah. Uh, it's called Solo, a Star Wars story. And uh, this uh, solo. Who's solo
0: right? Uh, <laughs> is that based on that, that Toby Keith song about red solo cups? Is that is that the film version of that? Is that... uh it
1: actually is. Uh, it's explaining how like, the marks on the cup actually show uh, you know how much alcohol to pour. So like the bottom one's like one ounce for a shot, then there's the other one for like five ounces of wine, and the top one is for Eight ounces of beer. So that's it's it's a whole. It's a it's a biopic about Red Solo Cubs.
0: I always needed a movie to explain that to me and explain how Harrison Ford got his hand on the Millennium Falcon. So this is very true. I'm I'm in.
1: But uh, yeah, of course this is that. Uh, This is uh, the origin tale of Han Solo, one of the most infamous and beloved characters from the Star Wars uh, saga, uh, starring Alden Ehrenreich uh, or Ehrenreich. How do we say his name? fuck it, as yeah. uh, Han Solo. Come on the
0: podcast and tell us how to say your name, Alden. And please, we love you. Please
1: do. We love you from this and from uh, from Hail Caesar. Uh, and of course... Would that it were so simple. Oh god, that, that scene. He's stealing the scene from Ray So The moment I saw that, I was like, okay, we're good with him as Han Solo. Uh, <laughs> exactly. But we've got him as Han Solo. We've got Donald Glover as Lando. And as much as I was excited for that, that, you know, and actually he's in it a lot too, which is great. Uh, great, great Alden holds his own against him. Like they, There's chemistry there. They play off each other well. And uh, I got to see this last week, and Andy's uh, chomping into the bit to see it next week. Yeah, uh, yep. it, It's wonderful. That's all I'm going to say. And uh, I'll say one more thing, too, is I went in dubious because Ron Howard is not my favorite director. I mean, he's made some good films. He's had a lot of flops. And I was really worried about how he was going to do the Star Wars movie. Uh, I'll be the first one to put my hand up and be like, hey, I'm sorry. I was wrong. This is Star Wars as hell. It's wonderful. Uh, I'll put it in my top movies, my my top four. Easy. Uh, It's fantastic. And I didn't think I was going to come out saying – I want a Han Solo sequel. I need to see what happens next because there's a huge story to go between this movie and New Hope. So, But yeah, that's
0: that's next we'll week. We'll finally solve the mystery of the blue Solo cops in the second. <laughs> good. Hopefully. I'm good. Yes. I'm, I'm for this.
1: But no, it, it's a lot of fun and I'm, I'm really excited for Andy to see it because I had a blast and I just walked out jaw gape at how much I loved it. So, uh, But yeah, that'll be next week. But until then, hail Satan and have a lovely afternoon. I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. Stripping, but it's alright. Homie scored a key. He's gonna fly. Punk ass fly.